This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Earlier this week, Callie said, look, you got to buy yourself some new shirts. You're going in public more. It's just embarrassing. Well, redemption came quick because I had to physically stop Callie from going outside because of what she was wearing the other day. We are also going to reminisce about the salad bars of our youth, the the Pizza Huts and the Wendy's and all the other great delicious salad bars of our youth. We're going to travel down that memory lane and a pretty intense discussion about grief and failure and losing your job and somehow pudding comes up a lot in today's show all that and more on today's show you are an upsider living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same welcome to the upside Upside. with callie and jeff If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, September 21st. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that we are able to make a living doing podcasting. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for text messaging. I am so, every time I don't have to make a phone call, I'm like, dang, text messaging is very cool. Have you gotten done the update where you can supposedly edit and whatever text messages? No. Can't you do that for emails too now? Where you can go in and change emails? Yeah. Like within like a certain number of seconds after you send the email that's so cringeworthy and you're like, ah, no. I have that. That's a setting that you can put on Gmail where. It delays everything you send by like five minutes. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, it's only like 10 seconds, but I don't ever send anything. Well, I mean, I send cringeworthy stuff, but like. You and I overanalyze emails for so long before we send them. For what I use it for is um, I always forget attachments. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, hey, uh, here's a I attach a spreadsheet that has the mailing address of everybody who has a podcast with us. And I hit send and then I'm like, I had one job. Literally uh, I, one job, attach the spreadsheet so you can click unsend and then attach it. Because then you don't have to send a second one going, so sorry, I forgot the attachment that was the whole purpose of my email. I feel like people who, I feel like forgetting to attach attachments in the email is like a personality type. Because yeah. the people that do it, do it all, all the time. The time. Yeah. And you are definitely one of those people. Before we um, carry on with the show, I would like to say to the listeners of The Upside, because we have our curtains up in the studio now. We do. And I, when Callie said that she had ordered curtains and a curtain rod, I said, well, what do we do with the shutters or the blinds or whatever they're called? Yeah, and we have plantation shutters. Plantation shutters. And I said, what are, do they come down? I said, I feel like we should take them down. Because if we have the curtains up, and the, I said, it's just weird. And you were like, no, 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 you just leave them up. And they cover them up. And we had a little back and forth. probably took 60 seconds. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I think we should take them down. And that was the end of it. Well, the, it I got so many, ma- I don't know if you got messages, but I got so many messages from people saying, listen to Callie on this one. Like people feel 
very passionate about window coverings. Well, what do you like? What they were, stance was everyone taking? Listen to you. No, don't do not. You do not take the shutters off the window. You leave them up and the curtains go over them. Oh, yeah. And the reason I was saying that wasn't for like a visual purpose. It was just because we're renting the house and I just don't. I My just future self is saying, you're not going to want to reinstall those in a year. You're not going to want to reinstall but those apparently, in a year. Apparently it's a decorating It thing. is. I just think that's not the look that I'm going for in this room with like the shutters. But I just was like, no, fine hiding behind it. But like it's a decorating thing where it's okay to have both. Yeah, yeah, both. Mm -hmm. And I, for whatever reason, I didn't think that was okay. But I was wrong. What I mean, I don't know anything. So also random. Um, Ellie is not here right now when we're recording this, but I keep hearing phantom Ellie cries. No, it's funny. It's right around the time that she usually wakes up from her nap, and I am just like I keep hearing phantom Ellie cries. Remember we were talking about that uh -huh. a couple of weeks ago? It's so weird. I can't. You know what? I kind of heard one earlier too. Maybe there's. Maybe that's why she was freaked out on Sunday. Maybe there's the, like a kid ghost. Maybe there's a kid ghost trying to play with her. There's only one thing worse than a ghost, and it's a kid ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like to start out by tooting my own horn toot, toot. and saying, if you are not, <laughs> I'm going to edit that. So it just starts with, I would like to start out by tooting. And then real... my husband is four, about to be 49 years old and we still laugh at fart shit. I would still like funny to... people. You know what? Someone's five-year-old is in the car right now going, I would like to start out the show by tooting. You just need an Ellie, audience. Ellie got my back. Um, okay, so the pick me up, I've taken it over. Katie Burke is on maternity leave, so I have been writing it for the past couple of weeks, and you're loving it, and I love that you love it, and we're going to keep this train going. If you have not subscribed, come check out our new newsletter. It's weekly. It's full of things that make you feel good and bring you joy, and it's links to things we talk about on the show that maybe you were looking for. Um, this week, I have a really cool story about Shaq and what he did for 15 of his friends that is just like next level awesome. I, I, I saw that story, and I was actually jealous. I was like, hmm. I'm like, that's something Jeff would do. Yeah, but I was jealous that I wasn't fret because like how cool. Yeah, you have to you have to read the article, read the story about what he did, and then just think about how cool that would be to do with a dozen or fifteen of your closest friends all together. Yeah, super awesome. And we also have, did you see a story this week about um this dog that guards its house and uh -uh. how he does neighborhood patrol? Oh my gosh, it just brings me so much joy. So it is chock full of things that bring me joy that I know are going to bring um, light to your week as well. If you're not subscribed, go ahead and do that. Go to CallieandJeff.com, click on the newsletter tab. We send it once a week and um, in an effort to brighten your week. All right, here is a topic that came up with a friend last week that Jeff and I have been kind of like revisiting because it's so close to us. And last week, one of my friends got fired and she's been having a really hard time with it because not really particularly because of the financial stuff or anything, but because she feels like such a failure. And we were talking to her, Jeff and I got a drink with her last week and we were talking to her about it. Cause she's like, Jeff, I've know you, I know you've been there. And a lot of people I know you've been <laughs> fired. 
And I know that, you know, people, Jeff is now the guy, he used to be the guy that people would call when they were getting a divorce. Cause you know, like you want to call your friend that's been through a divorce. Hey, do you have advice? Whatever. I, I maintain that everybody has a divorce whisperer, which mm-hmm. is a person when you start to think like, when that word really starts to creep into your head, you reach out to one person who has been divorced and you're like, and the first question is always the same. When did you know that mm-hmm. it was really over? Right? Like who have you asked? No one. Oh. But nice trick question. Just trying to catch Callie off guard. Um, but I did that to somebody and then I've had people do that to me. So that's that's interesting. So now yep. now you're now you've been fired. So and you're the, the guy when people get fired, they're like, okay, so I'm at the point where I'm sitting at home crying and I need you to tell me that there is light at the other side of this. Cause I'm really upset. And I think that's normal emotion. Something that I think was interesting that she said that Jeff, you said when you got fired that you do not say anymore, because I think it's a part of the process of like wrapping your head around a big life change or a huge life disappointment. And I think the word really is grief. Like, I think that it is truly a grieving process to, we go through a lot of grief. Like it's not just when someone dies, it's when something doesn't turn out the way that you thought it would, or maybe a life plan that you've had in your head. That's definitely going to be the way that your life turns out. Doesn't work out. You can grieve that and you can be sad about that. And, and what I was referring to a minute ago is that Jeff said at one point, I wish I was someone that just didn't care. I wish that I hadn't spent so much time caring about work because this wouldn't be so hard. And she had kind of the same sentiment. And what I wanted to say and what I said to her last week was, you really don't want to be that person. You may think you do because it hurts to feel pain and it hurts to feel loss. But you get a choice in life. Are you going to be someone that cares and is deeply passionate about what you do and really proud of it and really excited about it? And then eventually have to grieve it maybe at some point, or do you want to be the person that doesn't care and doesn't have that peace? Cause there are people out there that just don't have that. I don't want to call it a gene, but they just don't have that bone in their body of caring so passionately about someone. And I think it's easy to say, I wish I were more like them. I, I wish I didn't care, but I think it's a really special thing for people who do care. For me, I wish, and I wish there was a way to teach this or share this. I wish that the negative energy around something like a job loss sits or that, yeah, the negative energy sits solely with the justified panic that on the practical side of losing a job. So if you get fired, I think you are allowed to sit up all night and uh, worry about how you're gonna pay your bills. I think you're allowed to be stressed about finding a new job. I think you can be worried about taking care of your family if you have a family or having to relocate your entire family if you are the breadwinner and your job might take you to another city. Or if you're solo, like, oh my gosh, I'm going through this alone. Like, what do I do? You know what I mean? Like, I wish all the negative energy could be focused on that and and not one, because there's plenty to be stressed about when you get fired and not one second 
could be focused on. I'm a failure. I failed. I lost. This is a bad thing because the reality is you just weren't a fit, right? You weren't a fit in that organization for whatever reason. So when I got fired from, from my job, I was, wasn't a fit. I was, but can you talk about in the moment, like what you were feeling like to the person that is going through grief because something didn't work out. You felt like embarrassed. It's embarrassing. It's, it's humbling. It's there's the panic, the, you know, the practical panic, the money, the benefits, all that stuff, you know, um, that, that panic, but you just feel like, do you remember what I said to your friend years ago when she broke up with somebody like she was like, I just, I know I'm a good girlfriend and I know I'm smart and I know that I'm confident and I know that I'm pretty and I know that I treated him well and he's smart and he's all this. And, and that's like saying like, and this applies to relationships, jobs or whatever. Do you know what's delicious? Chocolate pudding. Chocolate pudding is delicious. Who doesn't like chocolate pudding, right? You know what else is delicious? Pork ribs or chicken wings. Chicken wings are delicious. You know what's not good together? Chocolate pudding and chicken wings. Right. So I wish people could just, when they get, including myself, I just wish people could realize that it wasn't meant to be. Because one of y'all was a buffalo wing and one of the job was a buffalo wing and your chocolate pudding. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you're delicious and perfect. And there's going to be a perfect pairing for you. And that job is great. And somebody is going to get in there and somebody's going to love buffalo wings. And that's great. And somebody who go, goes great with buffalo wings is going to be over there. Right. But you don't have to be good together. And I, w- I just wish all the negative energy could go to the stuff that deserves it. And the positive energy could, and the rest of the energy could go to, I'm so glad they ended it because no matter how hard we tried, chocolate pudding and chicken wings aren't going to be tasty together. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But so. if you do feel the grief, it's okay that it's grief yeah. because that's what makes you human. And it's really, but it's know, not because it's, you're a failure. It's not because you're a failure. It's like the queen quote that I've been seeing floating around for the past week or so since she died. Um, we will, we will rock you. No, oh. <laughs> no, the grief is Scaramouche, the price. Scaramouche. We do the Fandango, that queen quote. No, you done yet. You want to keep guessing? Hmm. Another one bites the dust. Ooh, too soon. <laughs> you are not right. You are not right. Um, no grief is the price you pay for love. It's the same thing. It's it's the price you also pay for passion for you know believing in something. Yeah. This the the scary vulnerable part of that is grief and letdown, and that's okay. But don't think that the grief that you're feeling is for the job. It's not. It's for your yes. inability to live up to an expectation that was put on you, and it may not be your fault. Yeah. Because you're chocolate pudding. You're delicious. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. It takes guts to be an organ donor. (laughs) Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club. 
have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show, call or text Callie and Jeff, 800-434-5454. I love my Bombas socks, mostly because they're so versatile. For years of my life, I had different socks for sneakers than I did for working out, than I did for, you know, my cute shoes, than I did for whatever. And I have found my love in a sock with the performance no-shows from Bombas because they don't show. I know a lot of socks say no-show, but these really don't. And they also don't fall down. They like perfectly hug your feet. They are the best socks that you will ever own. And they design their sock shirts and underwear to be the clothes that you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, and has a cozy feel. There's a pair of Bombas socks for everything. Also, if, you li- if you've listened to us talk about Mamas for a while, you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters. And that's why Bombas donates one for every item that we purchase. So far, Bombas customers like us have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. That is so cool. And I love spending my money with Bombas because I know exactly where it's going. Go to bombas.com slash upside and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M. BAS.com slash upside for 20% off. Bombas.com slash upside. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you are stuck, it doesn't matter if you feel too sad. It doesn't matter if you feel too anxious, too nervous. If something is preventing you from feeling the best version of you, there is someone who can help you. BetterHelp can pair you with a therapist that can cut through that blockage, who can help you feel like you again. I went to therapy after spending years saying, I don't understand it. I don't know why people need therapy. Can't you just think about what's wrong and fix it? And then I go to therapy and realize how much easier it is when you have someone helping you and holding your hand through the process. Plus, if you don't know what needs to be fixed, You can't fix it. And if you don't go to therapy, you think you know, but you don't. Therapy is right for you because it's right for everyone. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, entirely online. You're going to get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey. You can switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash upside. Upside. I'm spending a lot more time in the kitchen these days because I'm trying to make our family more efficient, right? Well, you know what's not efficient is spending so much time cleaning up after you cook. With my caraway pans, that is a non-issue because they have these beautifully ceramic coated pots and pans and the food just glides right off of them. Now, a year ago, I found caraway. I was a paying customer of theirs before they were an advertiser on our show. And I noticed when I was cooking about a year ago that like my nonstick pans were peeling off in my food. And there are so many chemicals in nonstick pans and I did not want to feed that to my family any longer. So hopped on Google, found caraway pans. And here's a couple things that strike me that I love. One, they're non-toxic. They are made without any toxic materials. They have the naturally slick surface that I love. And I was telling you about before, and they are absolutely gorgeous. They are for the modern kitchen and they have so many colors to choose from. 
whatever your style is, these pots and pans are gonna look absolutely beautiful in your home, which is really, really unique. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside or use the code the upside at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. We appreciate our upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. I have a list. Jeff Dollar, I'm excited to see what you have to add on to this list. Discontinued things we would like back. Okay. First one, epic. Surprises in cereal boxes. Do they not Bring do it that back. anymore? We need the toys. Do they not put toys in cereal boxes anymore? Apparently they don't. Really? Yeah, do you remember? I remember yes. shake, holding the box and squeezing it and shaking it so you could see down the side and find the prize. Well, that, and do you remember going to the grocery store and seeing who had the best offer, who had the best surprise? Like, is it a, you know, because sometimes they would partner with like movies that were coming out right. or whatever. Yep. So would you get, Yeah. like I'm choosing Frosted Flakes because in there is a quote unquote limited edition Whatever toy I, from my favorite movie. I wonder if the toys in cereal boxes went away because they were choking hazards. Oh, I'm sure they were. Are you kidding me? Like somebody poured a thing of cereal and accidentally swallowed a Dakota ring and choked on it. There's always got to be one, you know? But I used to pick out cereal based on what had the the good toys. I, w- I was a picky eater as a kid, so I never had the chance to do that. What I was would, your favorite cereal? Um, Cheerios, boring. But really good. Classic. Cornflakes, boring. boring. Frosted Um, Flakes or cornflakes? Both. Like Frosted Flakes were the treat. Cornflakes were like the same as the Cheerios, you know? Uh, Alphabets. Alphabets. I think the Alphabets was my A number one. Those were good. I liked Captain Crunch. Plus Alphabets would give you like something to do because you could see the words. Oh, you didn't drink milk, but you could like see. I did when I was a kid. Oh, okay. I don't drink milk as an adult. Um, Because (laughs) you would be able to like when you get. (laughs) I got got off the cow when I was like 15. Mm, Got it. Okay. Mm. Well, (laughs) before then you could like, you know, when you would Mm -hmm. get down to not that much cereal left, you could spell words out with it. Was it Count Chocula that turned the milk into chocolate milk? Um, I believe so. However, we, my parents would never buy us chocolate cereal. (laughs) Just I think they're like, this, like, is not, like this is not breakfast. Uh, so we weren't, we did never have that. I had kicks, loved kicks. I think, I don't think I liked kicks, but my mom was a cereal snacker. So like she would eat cereal, dry cereal as a snack. And I feel like, are the kicks just like corn puffs? But they're like a ball, a little yeah. tiny ball. Yeah. And they're delicious. They're so good. I think my mom used to snack on those. I wouldn't be surprised. They're like I very think. plain, but sweet. Totally yeah. up Donna D's alley. Yeah. And she used to love like Honey Nut Cheerios. Same honey thing. Honey Nut Cheerios, so good. I don't know if she ever ate a proper bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, but she was always snacking on Honey Nut always Cheerios. Always snacking on them. I can see her in my head right now with that yep. box, just yep. like digging in the box, taking some out. And she would also give some to like Sadie Yeah. when she was visiting. Um, what other cereal? Oh, Rice Krispie Treats. I mean, not treats, but Rice, Rice Krispies. Krispies was my favorite cereal, Snap, not Alphabets. Rice Krispies. Alphabets is still top of mind. Um, other things, Borders bookstores. Uh, okay. 
I totally loved it. And you know what? I used to do a Borders. And this is, is, Bor- is Borders notably different than like Barnes and Noble or anything? No, it's oh, not. Okay. But just it's just stores. like uh, bookstores. But Barnes and Noble still exists. Okay. Actually. Uh, but we would go to Borders when you wanted to hear a new album out, but you didn't want to like spend $23 <laughs> on it. You That's would go right. and Borders had that listening station we member. Put the headphones on. Yes. And you could hear like three songs. Yep. You know, not the whole album. Old school Pizza Hut. Yes. Yes. With the pizza buffet. Yep into it. That's my list. I have anything you want to add? Do they still do the Pizza Hut buffet? Cause I would go to that. I don't think they do. I think if this sit down, it like, if you don't know, Pizza Hut used to have, it used to be primarily a buffet, Yep. a pizza buffet. And they yes. would have all the flavors of the pizza Yep. and you would walk. They would have pasta. Oh, the, I forgot about that. And do you remember the cinnamon pizza that was dessert? No. It was like pizza crust with like cinnamon crumbles or something on it. Mm-hmm. And then like a swirl on top of the same stuff that they put on top of cinnamon buns at the mm, mall. Yum. Like the frosting. Yeah. Do they still have that at Pizza Hut? Like period? Like did that, do they offer that dessert? Who makes so. the decision they to get to, rid of this stuff? They used to have a buffet at Wendy's that was so good. A salad buffet. Yes. And they would have a baked potato bar. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Last thing I'll say about Pizza Hut, I remember the sound that the pizza dishes would make when they hit the yes. buffet. Cause it was like kind of a plasticky. They're not, they were, not they, plastic, it was though. like some weird hybrid between proper China and unbreakable plastic. It was weird. Um, but I still remember that sound. So and, and they always, and the pizza hut plates always looked dirty, but they weren't. But I think it's cause if people cut stuff on them with a knife and fork, like the, the knife would make mm-hmm. a little groove uh-huh. in it. And it always looked cause they were just beat up. Because yeah. they're indestructible. They've been through a lot at that buffet. I, you know what? They, they got to bring that stuff. In. I feel like that that stuff right there is part of my childhood. Like I feel like I need to take Ellie to a Wendy's buffet. I got to tell you, I don't. Buffets the, are not coming back, friend. And sit in the solarium thing. Oh, the Wendy's solarium yes. that they used to have. Yes, it's like yep. it's like dining in a royal garden. Wendy's Royal Garden with the yes. with the red carpet that probably hasn't been cleaned in and a baked thirty potato. years and, and a, a baked potato and a gold foil wrapped baked potato. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the bread that they used to have? Oh, the breadstick that would come with the salads. The no, I'm just talking about the <laughs> rolls that they would have. Ours weren't rolls; it was a breadstick. And my mom would always order salads in the Wendy's drive-through, and she would get the breadstick. Nope, this is. Oh it. my gosh, it was so good! It was like garlic parmesan. Oh. The, it oh. might have been what I'm talking about, just cut up. But th- on the buffet that I went to, they would take Wendy's burger rolls mm-hmm. and they would just slather them with like garlic butter and then put them on the griddle to toast them mm. and then just throw them in a basket and be like, here's your bread. So good. These are in the days, by the way, before restaurants became efficient and it was just about what you had. You know what I mean? Now I'm sure there's some sort of study that they've done that like, you know. Buffets aren't an efficient way to do business because people have to restock the stuff and they're getting quicker with their cooking processes and all that stuff. Yeah. It's not fun anymore. So it's like the, yeah. I think, I, I mean, if buffets, and I think buffets are making a comeback. They're not. You don't, th- I think they no. have, yes. No. Once this place is open, what am I talking about? Golden Corral? Open. But Golden Corral never went back on the buffet thing. Oh, what you're saying is if like somebody's- Like once they're gone, they're gone. Once somebody's gone buffet and left. They're not going back. Does Ruby Tuesday still have their salad bar? No clue. 
really upset about the lack of the salad bars. Uh, here are your three random things. Speaking of food and going out to eat, Joanne Oliver called the police in Jackson, Georgia, because she found $543 wrapped up with her sandwich at Kentucky Fried Chicken. In what world she um what world good good on her for doing the right thing she um opened up the sandwich discovered the cash didn't really know what to make of it which is why she called the police like she didn't know if it was like some sort of weird drug deal or whatever but it just turns out that um the somebody who worked at the restaurant set uh a piece of foil over the cash for that day's deposit while they went back and got something else, and then somebody not paying attention put a burger on it, fold it, put a chicken sandwich on it, put it on, fold it up, and put it in a bag. I have worked in restaurants long enough to know that the money and the managers and whatever not close to where they're wrapping up food. I'm well. Look, I'm not. I saying. don't. I astounding. So. It's your first random thing. So, anyways, if you need some extra cash, hit up your KFC because apparently they're wrapping up hundreds. They're wrapping up honeys with the. Honey, chicken, fried chicken sandwich. Your second random thing is the word. Ran out of words. Try to make a joke. Didn't work. (laughs) The word influenza. Influenza comes from the Italian influenza because people used to believe that the influence of the planet, stars, and moon caused the flu for only such universal influence could explain such sudden and widespread sickness. Or that yeah. is an early way of saying Mercury Mercury is in retrograde. Totally. Is. <laughs> and it was what year? When did this happen? Like ancient times? It did not say, but oh, okay. yeah, I'm assuming so. I wonder when the first person put it together that the flu actually comes from the rude person coughing on you at the CVS. You know where it comes from? The rude person coughing on you at the salad bar, at the buffet, <laughs> coughing on the thing and then putting it back in the food. That's how you all get sick. You know, I did. a. I actually did not go to salad bars for a significant period of time. Is Jason's Deli up and running? That How did we forget that? With the ice cream cones? I gotta go to Jason's Deli. You know what I miss while we're on the topic of, you know, things we want to come back? Let us surprise you. I don't even, I've never been there. Let us surprise you, they had stations. So it was like, there was like a pot, it was like a glorified buffet. Like super salad? Exactly the same thing. Like they had a muffin, Yep. You know, station, yep. all different kinds of muffins. They had a pasta station, all different kinds of pasta. You know, it was like the jam. Um, it is a paralyzing place for people who can't make decisions. Or you just get a tiny little bit. What, super Great place sad. for picky. What is the one that was in front of Costco? That's the one. Was that super salad? No, I think it was lettuce surprise. Oh, sweet tomatoes. Sweet tomatoes. They're gone forever. Like, I don't know. I think that went away even before the. I think the whole business model is just, it's just not a business model. Well, anyways, I was totally, um, I did not go back to buffets when I watched like a little kid who was probably seven years old, literally scoop out chocolate pudding at a Jason's Deli. I shouldn't say where it was because I don't want to, this is not a knock against all the Jason's Delis. This just happened to be a buffet restaurant that may or may not have been that guy's deli. Uh, (laughs) The kid took a big old (laughs) scoop of the chocolate pudding out shoved the whole thing in his mouth, cleaned it off and jammed it back. And I am certain the reason he did it is because his his mom or dad told Told him he couldn't have any pudding. Don't put pudding on your plate. Go fix a proper salad. Buffets are disgusting. Uh, Good idea in theory. Execution, 
terrible. Uh, and your third random thing is for $1 million, you can rent a studio apartment with a Murphy bed on a cruise ship that will indefinitely travel around the world. It starts in 2025. It's a company called Storylines. Um, you could also get a 2,000 square foot, four bedroom, two floor home that will be $8 million. But you'll never ever run out of things to do because the ship is always in motion. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I have no idea. I don't think I will ever understand how you didn't notice this, Callie. But two days ago, or yesterday, when was it? We were having lunch. We were sitting in the kitchen. The dogs were out back. Ellie was was not at home. She was at school or something. And we heard one of our dogs run to the side of the yard, which means they're probably going to start barking, which means somebody's about to walk up the hill, right? So Callie jumps up to go call the dog to come inside so it doesn't bark. I see her jump up. From your perspective, it must have been very odd because I was like, no, I'll get her. And I like <laughs> shove Callie out of the way. Like, I th you know, she goes flying, like slow motion. Boom, <laughs> shove her out of the way. I go outside, I go, Lily, Sadie, come on in. The dogs come in, there's no barking. Callie's like, what's wrong with you? The entire butt of her <laughs> pants was ripped off. She was wearing like, what is it? It was like terry cloth or something? Like super soft, casual, oh. like the bummy clothes that you would take a nap in. Like super soft, baggy shorts. Totally fine to go out in your own backyard with or even like- No, they're not. No, they're now not. Now they're not, but they should have been. But her whole butt was hanging out. I, one. How did you not, you were how, sitting on a chair. How not? How did you Notice put them on without your leg going through I, that hole? The hole is so big. It. I think Sadie chewed them during a storm or something. Like I shouldn't have left them on the floor because there's. It's not a. Oh, these are just old. Like they're actually kind of newish. Like the past like two years. But when I tell you, and I'll post a picture because I took them off and then took a picture because I was like, how? Because you can't I take a picture with them, them on unless you're going to start one of them OnlyFans accounts. <laughs> Yeah, if you unless you want to pay for it, not posting yeah. that. Um, but Jeff, I until this very second, I did not connect the dogs going outside with you trying to protect me. That's why protect I protect my butt. I had no idea because you said, Callie, I saw the neighbor that doesn't really like Lily, so I thought you were going out there to be like, you know, the firm hand to get the dogs to like shut up. I hadn't, and then you came back in and you're like, have you looked at the back of your pants? I just didn't connect that. Yeah, that's, that's why I didn't why want you, you to go outside because if you walked out there and it was one of our dude neighbors, they would have been over visiting just, all the time. That just redeemed you from the making me eat things at restaurants last weekend. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Amy calling from Pennsylvania. Um, don't even know what episode I'm on. I've, I've jacked up my listening schedule. Anyway, you were talking about, Kelly brought up the fact that um, the neighborhood has a group and you put on your address if you're going to be giving them candy. Jeff, I totally agree with you. Turn on the porch light, you know, light the jack-o'-lantern. However, 
if these families are used to going by this address listing, get on there. You're not going to have anybody stop. Because if, you know, again, I'm, I'm old school and yes, the light's on, yes, we go there. But if our, if our neighborhood group had, you know, addresses, I would tell the kids not to go to that house because they weren't participating. So, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, again, I'm with Jeff and I wouldn't want to add to it, but I, I think an unnecessary step might be needed in order to get trick-or-treaters. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you, Callie, for telling us about how to text degree. I am from Atlanta, but flew to Boston yesterday. I was texting my family this morning that it is a wonderful 59 degrees and had to frustratingly type out the word degrees. And then 15 minutes later, I heard your tip. You don't need it till you need it. Okay, Jeff, I got you a dad joke. How does a dad joke become a dad joke? It's a parent first. Hi, Jeff. This is Kimberly. Um, Based on your description of the body wash at Nordstrom Rack and a quick Google search, you might be talking about Neutrogena Rain Bath. It's a really tall, clear bottle with a kind of a golden liquid. Um, My husband uses that. You can get it at Costco uh, if that's the one that you're talking about. And it does smell very refreshing. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie. I have paused today's episode. You are looking for a new body wash. And we've been using Dr. Bronner's Pure Castile Liquid Soap. Their citrus one smells awesome. And we actually dilute it with water because it's a, you don't need it full strength with the way it comes. Uh, it can be used for a lot of different things, but that's what we've been using in the shower, and it smells so good. So just wanted to throw that out there. They have all kinds of different scents, but the citrus is my favorite. Love the show. Bye. Hey, guys. Um, Kelly, this message is for you about body wash. Um, I used to be like all fancy fancy and buy, you know, the expensive, you know, scented body washes. Um, but about a year ago, I discovered um, native brand, the coconut vanilla body wash. Oh my gosh, it smells like heaven in a bottle. I also use the coconut and vanilla deodorant. Um, you can buy like a huge tub of it at Target for like 10 bucks. It is so good. I will never, ever, ever go back to anything else. It's just the best coconut vanilla scent, and it's not overpowering. Um, and I'm like, man, I smell good. Okay. Love you. Bye. Good morning, Callie and Jeff. This is Evan. Callie, if you had watched Gilmore Girls, you would have known what Sweetbreads was, because Emily fed it to Lorelai. It's one of my favorite moments on the show. Also, talking about the cash, one of my good friends, her mom sadly passed away, so me and my husband went to go help her clean out the house, and she forewarned us. She said, my mom stuffed cash in random places. Keep an eye out. We were finding it stuck underneath dresser drawers, in the mattress, in the coffee table. I think the funniest one was we were cleaning out the uh, the cabinets on the top, and there was random hundreds stuffed in the mixing bowls. Like it was a mixing bowl, a hundred dollar bill, mixing bowl, a hundred dollar bill. I think in total in the three days we cleaned out of the house before we had the estate sale, we found like $3,000 in cash for her. So you never know. Love you guys. Thanks. I would like to share with you just three cardinal rules of my ability and longevity. One, surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Two, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. And three, the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next. 
So keep climbing.